The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Chicago, you're back! I would say online, but you were never offline. And if you're in line with city guidelines, that means it's fine to get out and get together again! But even though the social climate has changed doesn't mean the actual climate is fine. You're still in a crisis due to climate change! Sorry to bust party, but fear not! There's still hero power! The goal is simple. Create affordable, accessible, and easy ways for more people to support clean energy. All you gotta do, sign up today, and they will match 100% of your electricity use with Green E certified renewable energy certificates generated by wind farms in Illinois. Nothing changes with your service. There's nothing to install. You continue to pay ComEd. The only difference is now ComEd pays Hero Power for the supply portion of your bill, and they send that money to local wind farms. It takes less than two minutes to sign up, even less if you have your ComEd bill next to your text in hand. You can cancel anytime, no termination fees, and hey, you say you heard this from Chad the Bird, that's me, and they'll take $25 off your next electricity bill. That's a deal even 2020 couldn't kill. Hero Power customers have already funded over 5 million kilowatt hours of clean electricity, so get in there and do your part! Go to MyHeroPower.com right now and support clean energy, cause you're back, you made it, now let's, you know, keep the place clean. I can't promise that you like me Cause you could go downhill I can't promise that you love me But you probably will Fellows and distinguished minds, I believe it was the great philosophers Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston that once said there can be miracles when you believe. But did they know how apt that phrase would become? Sources say probably not, because Stephen Schwartz wrote that song for DreamWorks, Prince of Egypt, and then they sold it. So really, they didn't give a fuck. It was a banger, enough said. <laughs> but therein that phrase lies truths that perhaps were not intended. In fact, fellow professors, belief is a powerful thing. You hear it all the time, you see it every day. You can do anything if you just believe. It's practically the message of every Pixar and Disney movie, which now extends to like all movies, because Disney's corporate takeover of all things. So it is the message of everything now, get used to it. You can do anything if you just believe. And it is no surprise to any of us in the natural world 
that you use belief to get things done. You've been telling yourself this for centuries. Go back and look at a cave wall if you don't believe me. Your whole concept of success is kind of based entirely on belief because you believe everybody gives a shit. And success as a concept is entirely personal. You set your goals and achieve. That's success. Boom, there you go. You want an award? Ask yourself why. But when you do succeed in achieving that which you decided would be your goal, what is the first thing you tell people when they ask how you did it? I just believed in myself. Because you can do anything if you just believe. And I believe it's not just the power of belief that will give you the juice. Nay, I believe it is the belief in belief that'll do it. Therefore, there can be miracles indeed, but only when you believe. See, you gotta want it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're setting yourself up to either fail or be mystified by your success. The thing you're doing doesn't give a fuck about your belief. Overcoming great obstacles in nature does not require belief. Life is chaos. It's just, did you do it or did it do you? And that's how it was until y'all showed up in order to survive in the wild back in the day, your brain developed a passion for patterns. More specifically, you developed a neocortex. This is a layer of the brain found only in mammals. And because it's got more folds than new sheets from Bed Bath & Beyond, it accounts for 80% of the weight of the human brain. The whole thing is organized around groups of about 300 million neurons called pattern recognizers that can reorganize themselves to account for new visual information. So basically, y'all got full-on Google shared workspaces of personal assistants in your brain that spend all their time looking for and recognizing patterns in nature. Why? Because like all things humans, so you don't die. You're munching on berries, you hear rustling in bushes. You could A, keep munching, or B, move away from said rustling bushes. Now, at first, you probably didn't know what to do. But over time, you started to remember that rustling bushes could mean that there is something in said bush that wants to eat you. Because over time, you watched other humans munching on berries get eaten by things rustling in bushes. Granted, what could be making the bush rustle is the wind. But if you take that chance, you could get eaten. Hence your brain going, okay, dumb dumb, are we taking this chance? What you do after that is your business, but the fact that you can do that is what we're talking about here. Your brain remembered the pattern. Rustling means hungry thing, so maybe move. And so you did, and then you didn't die. Better example, blowing on Nintendo games. <laughs> Turns out, it didn't do fucking anything. In fact, probably hurt your cartridges. But you did it because you believed it worked. And you had proof, because when you did it, the game would work. That was all that was required, and that's the ish with belief. Facts don't really come into play. The fact is, a classic Nintendo cartridge worked because of a series of pins in the bottom of the game had to connect to other pins in the back of the console, and it was created to emulate a VCR, which you humans were super used to at that point. Problem was, you couldn't see the slot inside the machine that the game would connect to. So when it didn't work, you assumed it was the cartridge. And then enough of you started blowing on it because you collectively assumed dust was the thing. Because why not? Dust fucks things up. That's science. 
So you started taking the cartridge out and blowing on it, putting it back in, and then bam, it works. So you figured that's a success, therefore that's the pattern. Because your, pra- your brain is horny for patterns. But you, you just fucking didn't do the research to prove that that was what was actually working because who has that kind of money? <laughs> success was enough to make it real. So you kept it up. That's called a post hoc fallacy, and that's a fancy term for lazy ass science. (laughs) Enough people around were doing it though, and it worked for them, so you figured that's a fact, when in fact that's called a common belief fallacy, and that's a fancy term for bullshit. (laughs) In reality, which is where you live, what you were doing was just resituating the game in the console every time you put it back in. So eventually the pins would align and the game would work. The blowing did nothing. It just felt right because the success would happen and everyone was blowing their games. So when I get a headline like Bishop quits church after falling in love with satanic erotica writer, immediately I figure that's all you got to say. But that's just my brain getting off on patterns. Okay, 2010. Xavier Novell became the youngest bishop in Spain at 41. He's a rising star in the Catholic Church. So you know he was like super open, progressive, and really funny at parties. He was in line with the church on abortion, not into it. He was allowed to perform exorcisms. And he was really outspoken on his belief that homosexuality was a big old deal. And he openly supported conversion therapy which was a little too much for the church because somehow they have standards. But what really ruffled their collective Catholic feathers was 11 years later, in 2021, this week, he announced he'd fallen in love with a, quote, writer of satanic erotic fiction. Now, I know what you're thinking. Exorcist falls in love with Satanists. That's the story. It's the oldest love story. It's a tale as old as time. But that's your brain following the pattern. In reality, it's actually a lot cooler than that. Okay, so the novelist in question is Sylvia Caballal, a divorced psychologist turned writer of erotic fiction. Erotic fiction is high-end porn, Michelin star porn. Like there's a deeper story, lots of drama, and a dessert course at the end. It just so happens that her particular style of porn involves angels and demons, like if Neil Gaiman wrote for Hustler. That's a very specific reference you can Google later, but do it responsibly. Don't just assume that's lazy-ass science. Her novels include saucy, hot, pearl-clutchy, pew-rockin', steam-in-the-confessional titles like The Hell of Gabriel's Lust. And so, sure, the immediate thought is that she's a Satanist. And since boy perform exorcisms, that's just a delicious headline that's not actually ironic, it's just funny. The thing is, Satanists do not believe in Satan. The Satanic temple is a non-theistic place, which means they don't believe in supernatural stuff. The name was chosen to shock people, because what they actually are is an organization dedicated to, quote, reasonable agnosticism of all things. Our beliefs must be malleable to the best current scientific understanding of the material world, not the reverse. They advocate for unbiased religious representation, publicly confront hate groups, fought for the abolition of 
corporal punishment in public schools, applied for the equal representation when religious installations are placed on public property, provided religious exemption and legal protection against laws that are unscientifically there to restrict women's reproductive autonomy. They exposed harmful pseudoscientific practitioners in mental health care. They organized clubs alongside other religions for their after-school clubs and schools being besieged by proselytizing organizations and they engaged in other advocacy in accordance with their tenets. So basically, they don't believe in Satan. That's a Catholic thing. <laughs> so while I want this story to be about a Catholic bitch up who got into some kinky sex and started worshiping Satan, that's just my brain doing the survival thing, divorcing me from the real story. The youngest Catholic bishop in Spain who was for years against sexual freedom, met and fell in love with a woman who writes erotic fiction, quit the church, and is currently looking for work as an agronomist, which is someone who studies crop production and soil management. Because, yeah, after 10 years in the Catholic diocese, you figure you just want to chill, fuck, and grow some green. So, to recap... High up celibate religious head gets head from a writer and becomes a farmer. That's basically the plot of every Hallmark movie. But, but here in 2021, in a time when thems that use religion to justify oppression, they're getting herds of people killed by a rampant plague, and Texas is offering bounties on women who seek abortion, when a Catholic bishop publicly renounces his station because he's in love with a kinky sex writer, regardless of how the brain works and the patterns it may or may not see, that fact could just be enough to convince anyone that there can be miracles, regardless if, if you believe in them or not. I love you. Good night. Special thanks to the Barracudas for their kick-ass song, Promises, which is what you're hearing right now underneath me as I announced that this was my 260th episode. Holy butt stuff. That's crazy. What? Wow. Anyway, 260 episodes later, here we are, 2021, and I don't know what to say. Probably gonna do some crazy thing tonight. I don't know. Watch fucking, um... The, I don't know, I just got Apple TV like free previews so I'm going to watch all of Ted Lasso and probably Mystic, Mythic Quest so I can catch up I'm tired of y'all spoiling it anyway, thank you to Jepson's Malort and Hero Power for sponsoring me thank you to Jacob Serio for recording me thank you to you for listening and stay frosty my friends, because the pumpkins are coming I, I said we would get there. It's coming. Fall's on its way, and then our allergies will subside, and the glorious grip of winter will take us, and we'll be able to breathe freely. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and the TikToks, and then once a week, Wednesdays, on Twitch, we're playing retro games. Um, we just finished off Mist. We're going to get into some old school shit. So like, you know, jump on the Chicago for real with the number, not spelled out on twitch.tv slash Chicago for real. That's how that works. 
And you can watch us uh, try to get through old games that are on CD-ROM. Usually you had to buy like a book of like nine or ten discs, but now you can just download it for five bucks off of Steam. Because it's the future! Ah, it just feels good to be a part of it. And that's where you'll find me. Oh, and then uh, once a month, there's the, the main show, Chad the Bird, which if you go to chadthebird.com, you can catch up on episodes. There, that's all my tags. You got them all. There's going to be a commercial for the Patreon here in a minute, so enjoy that. And fuck it, man. I'll just, I'm going to relax. It was my 260th episode. I'm going to chill out. So, uh, ba-doo-ba-doo. See you all next time. Oh, hey, podcast people. It's Chad the Bird. And this is a commercial for something super cool that you should totally get into. But why me? And why you? Well, here's the deal. I have a brand new show in the works just for you that will harken you back to a time before when things were random and all bets were off. When Ecto Cooler roamed the land and you would wake up early on Saturday mornings. Remember those days? Been too long since we've had reason, and now here I am with you and that reason. And that reason is a brand new live action show starring me and an army of comedians, musicians, writers, actors, celebs, and randos streaming right into your desktop on Saturday mornings live. TV used to be wild, free, untamed by plot and point, remember? When it was just whatever the hell you got, like Halloween candy. Sometimes it's chocolate, sometimes it's a pack of chalky bullshit. Either way, that's the game. My new show will stack your pumpkin bucket with random comedy, music, spoken word, and whatever the hell people give me into 20 minutes of prime internet escape written and performed by the best of the best and the best we can afford right into your home Saturday mornings live. So join me, Chad the Bird, and donate to my Patreon now to bring back the good old days of nonsense to your Saturday mornings. Funding will help produce and maintain a monthly show that we hope to turn into a bi-monthly show, and hey, you go all ham on this and we'll go weekly. Take back your Saturday mornings, reclaim random, and give me money. Chad the Bird is my name, and my new show is all for you, podcast people. So click the link and get in on it. Is that good? Oh, fuck, we're still recording? <laughs>